Welcome everyone to another episode of the podcast. It's been a little while, but I'm uh, I'm happy to be back from from my little hiatus, and we've got a, a bunch of very exciting guests coming soon. So, as you guys know, a little bit of quick housekeeping. If you are new to the show, please do me a quick favor: follow me on Instagram at Felix.Levine, my YouTube that you can find by searching Felix Levine. You'll find all video versions of my episodes there. And obviously, all audio versions of every podcast are on Apple and Spotify, so make sure that you go check that out. Subscribe to that, rate, review, all of that beautiful stuff. So let's get into it. And my next guest, he is the CEO of Versus Game. Please welcome John Vitti. And we're live, John. Thank you so much for for taking the time today. I am uh, I'm super excited to first of all meet you and have you on my show. And uh, I'm excited to talk about a whole lot of things. But before we get into that, is there a little tidbit, a little story, a little something the world doesn't know about you? As I as I mentioned to you a few seconds ago. Yeah, and Felix, thank you for having me on. I'm really excited to to jump in. Um, yeah, I think for me, uh, something that no one knows about really um and it stems from my family so my parents were born or raised and raised on a farm in southern italy like no running water no electricity they were crop sharing crops like selling crops for trade not for profit right if you were sick you'd get some eggs the you give the doctor some eggs right <clears throat> so i'm turning more and more into my father every every with new every new gray hair and so i have chickens <clears throat> and when they get older i just recently learned that you know you have to take care of them you have to kill them and uh to eat them because you don't want to just let it go to waste that's not really honoring that animal right right so when the eggs don't you know aren't happening and aren't producing anymore then you have to slaughter the animal and you eat it and it's delicious so you've and become a chicken killer i'm a, I'm killing chickens left <laughs> and right brother. and you know what i found out that i didn't know is that the chickens that are just um in the grocery store even whole foods organic free range all that kind of stuff not even close to being what a real chicken tastes like or even looks like on the meat wow so all that chicken we're all eating it's completely fake. Wait, now I'm fascinated because I'm a big chicken eater myself. So what does yeah. this chicken A what does this chicken A look like and B <laughs> taste like? Not like chicken. If I blindfolded you, you'd have no idea this thing was chicken. Wait, so, so okay, but try to like entice me. Like tell me a little describe it so, a little to me. First of all, the the way it looks, the meat is all brown meat. It's like, you know how there's dark meat on yeah. birds, on chicken? Yeah. It's like that everywhere, but even, but much darker. <clears throat> so the look of the flesh itself is completely different. And then the texture, it's, it's, it's definitely more tough because it's, you know, real, not just in a pen. Um, <clears throat> and the taste, uh, it, I don't even know what it, to compare it to because I've never had it, <laughs> anything else like this, but it tastes way better. It's just- wow. Yeah. And but, so now I stopped eating chicken at the store because I know I see the comparison. It's not the same. So um, so this is your so this is a hundred percent better. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, it's totally natural. Is it like, as real, like chewy? Is it as it's um a, it's kind of like chewy as in like uh a, a, a little less chewy than duck. Okay. Oh wow. So it's like more it's definitely but it's so it's more chewy because Chicken is a little bit more, uh, I don't want to say stale, but like harder than more meat, other meats. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, wow. yeah, wait, so, so, to... so, how long, so how long have you had these chickens? <laughs> I've had them for years. Uh, like, na I got names like KFC, Sensei, because they, you know, wait, so how many do you have at a time? Right now, I have like four left, <laughs> the rest are just dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, some casualties. Wow. So, so how many chickens have you killed over the past couple years? Oh, uh, like five. Oh, so is it like a really sad day when you have the like the chicken death day? <laughs> uh, it gets. Uh, it's not sad because I grew up with 
I've seen that side of the world. Okay. Like I grew up having chickens and rabbits, but they were my pets. And then one day uh. one would disappear <laughs> one week, one would disappear. And then they told me and I was like, Oh, and I, and I saw it. So for me, it's, it's different. Uh, they weren't pets, but yeah, you, you know, you want to be ceremonious about it and you give thanks. And right. So and just you, so people are clear, you're, you're, they have great lives up until the day they don't, but you oh, treat them. The I mean, you, I'm sure that like they're living good. But then, oh, yeah. might I <laughs> might I ask you not to get too gruesome? So, what is the because I'm really not familiar. What is the methodology in which you personally go about killing your chickens? <clears throat> okay, so the most humane way, and they live wonderfully, by the way. Yes, like, I, I'm, I imagine mansion, they got uh, solar power. That's why they them. taste so good. Yeah, <laughs> it's all for selfish yeah. reasons. At the end of the day, we have to be honest. It's all natural. They're just they're really natural. A hundred percent. The most humane way to kill it is you <clears throat> you take a, a chicken you. You know, you grab it and you uh, wrap a towel around it so it doesn't fl <laughs> flap around in the uh. wings. And you turn it upside down. And then with their small brains, they go into this catatonic state like a shark. Uh, you turn them, wow. Turn them over. You flip them over and they start kind of getting half asleep, right? They don't know. They're just dreaming, sleeping, awake. And then you start kind of like petting them. Uh, to get them used to your touch. Wow. And then you take while you have the long kitchen shears like uh scissors and then you just open up their mouth and they open up for you because they're like half asleep and then you just quickly <clears throat> open and close you put it in the back of their throat you you cut their neck and their spinal cord <clears throat> this is um, the most humane way it's the most humane way because they stay asleep okay they're just still like they don't they're just so like it's for them asleep. it's less of the pain it's just you don't feel like a little bit of a psychopath when you're doing that Oh, I'm totally a psychopath. Okay, good. Yeah. I just want to make sure we're on the yeah, same yeah, page. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No, I like, I go spear fishing for, I don't eat fish now that I get at the store. I get it in the, from the water. I go free diving and spear fishing, get it every weekend. I just want to be more sustainable and I want to do things the better way. I think you should know your food. Right. And I think getting it in plastic at a store is crazy now <sighs> from what I've seen and experienced. So, so you're part-time CEO, part-time murderer. Um, yeah, which is kind of the same thing. Really. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. Well, that's awesome. I haven't had that story uh, as, a, as an introductory leadway, but I guess people are going to get to know you in a, in a whole new light. But uh, so on a, on, a different, on a different note, um, obviously, so I'll give you a little bit of backstory on how I came about Versus app and also uh, then yourself, obviously. Um, I, so for people out there who aren't familiar, I'll kind of, I'll let you explain because I always think it's more respectful for it's your product. It's your baby. But I came about it because, uh, two good friends of mine, shout out to, to Renee and Itai. They, uh, they started playing maybe about six months ago. And, um, so then Renee texts me one day. He's like, yo, you should check out this app, like yada, yada. Cause he knows I'm, I, I bet on sports and the whole shebang. So this is kind of, you know, in the ballpark, we'll say. And so uh, I started checking it out, started playing. And at that point, even, you know, some some of the uh, the polls wouldn't fill. And it was still it's still even like it's it's crazy to see the transition from six months ago to today. Um, you know, the, the withdrawal limits were different. Everything about the platform was different. Um, and then things in my view now from the inside, I'm sure it's way different. Um, but from my view, it kind of like took off more so, at least uh, from my you know user experience. And so I was like, wow, this is awesome. Like, I'd love to, to kind of see the man who's behind all of this. Did a little bit, little bit of research and uh, stumbled upon yourself, reached out to you. And so here we are today. So um, that's kind of how I got introduced. But I'll let you if you know that it, yeah. I, I'll let you if you don't mind, just uh, you've done it probably a million times. I'll, I'll let you do it for a million and, and one time. Just a, a very, very brief background for, for the yeah. person that's listening out there that's not sure still what Versus app is so they can familiarize themselves with it. And thank you, and I'm glad you're uh, you're playing and enjoying it, and thank you for the kind words. And and just to clarify, it's not a, one person behind it; it's a, a whole team. Right, so right, right. We would not be here without the entire team. Of course, I'm just lucky enough to to be working with him and be a part of this thing. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so versus game, it's a prediction game where you get rewarded for being right, and so we're letting people predict the outcome of culture, and that means different things to everybody. Whatever's going on in the universe, we are a mirror, a reflection of that. People can come on the platform, play these games for fun and for free, win cool prizes, cash prizes, play against friends, brands, celebrities, and now they can create their own games themselves. And when I say a game, think about like TikTok meets Coinbase. You're basically ask or 
answering questions. And, and it's about an event that happens in the real world in the future. <clears throat> because there's so many people that, should, I mean, I don't know what you're into, um, but you know, when was the last time you were watching your favorite TV show, listening to your favorite podcast or a new song on Spotify? And you're like, oh, I bet this is gonna happen. Or this is my, it's gonna be a huge song. I love this song. It's gonna be number one, right? And then you actually made money from that. Probably never, right? The first part happens all the time. But what about the second part? Why aren't we getting a piece of this too? So you know, we're the ones going down these rabbit holes on YouTube and TikTok, building up Cardi B, talking about Tesla you know, on the way to a, a Starbucks and an Uber watching Twitch, right? We're not getting in any of that. We're just sitting there with bad posture, watching life and culture go by, right? That's ridiculous. We're a tribal type of people. We want to feel like a community and feel connected. So our mission is simple. Knowledge should be rewarded. Like too many people can't enjoy Wall Street. You already have to have money to make money mm -hmm. there. Like, what about everyone else? Like, we don't care how much money you have. What matters is what you know. That should dictate how much money you have. And that's the ecosystem in the world that we're trying to create. Now, how did this, for yourself, how did this idea kind of first come about? And what are some of the timeframes in which, you know, once from the idea first coming to your head to then kind of putting it together, developing a team and all of that? Oh, man. So this has been uh, a kind of a brainchild of mine for 15 or so years. Wow. Through my other companies that I've had, I was just kind of sitting there. I'm a huge fan of human behavior, huge nerd with human behavior, and I'm a big time observer. Why is that? Um, <clears throat> I think that that stem from uh, seeing both sides of it, living both sides of it, like with my time with my parents too, and understanding later on in life there's the haves and the have-nots type of people in that dichotomy. And so I've always been, I've always been kind of growing up. I was always shy. <clears throat> and shy people just sit there they just sit there and shut up and listen and then <clears throat> and i found out how to talk and then i can now have both of those things i can talk to people but i'm always constantly listening i'm just a huge fan of people and a huge fan of human nature um <clears throat> and along the way it's like oh you didn't get into bitcoin or here we're going on with google or do you think what do you think is gonna happen with zuckerberg or linkedin or whatever right <clears throat> um and a lot of people are like, oh man, there's so much to learn. Oh man, I can't get into that. Or oh, I didn't, I missed it, right? I missed the boat. Happens all the time, those regrets. And so <clears throat> that's that's that was the first seed that um, I was thinking, wow, all this water cooler talk, it's like the best marketing ever. And they're the people that are building up all this stuff by talking about it aren't seeing anything in return. Mm -hmm. They're not getting in the action at all. So what if we could give them a fair and fun marketplace, a platform to talk, do what they're already doing. This is already a habit and then actually make some money off of it. And so that was the birth of it. Like we consume so much content all day yeah. long. Mm -hmm. We naturally form opinions and predictions off it. It's that off of it. It's that reptilian primal part of our brain. We can't stop. It's fun. But when was the last time we get rewarded for that? Right. That's the point. So and so from that moment, you know, I guess for the past 15 years where that's kind of been brewing, when did you finally say to yourself, OK, you know what? I want to make this a thing. Um, after I sold my last company, I took a minute off and I was like, this is this is the definitely the next thing I want to do. What, and is, just sorry to interrupt you. What was your previous company? Um, well, I had four companies before this, before Versus. The first two failed miserably. Wouldn't change a thing. I learned a lot. Um, and you know, I was, I, I jumped into a company out here actually when I, the day after I graduated university, I flew out to California, fell in love with it. And I jumped into a company called Proofpoint. It was an anti-spam company. I was doing great there, but I was, you know, young, stupid, had a big ego, thought I could do things better, you know, the hallmarks of an entrepreneur for better, or for worse. <clears throat> um, so I went off my own. I started four companies before this, the first two failed miserably. Uh, the last two, uh, were successfully exited. One was consumer in the consumer space it was actually men's clothing. Okay. Um, and we were in stores like Neiman's and Saks all over the world. Um, was it a fashion line? Was it, what, yeah. what's it, what was, yeah. what's it called? It was called artificial flavor. Okay. Yeah. So we did it and we started with men's underwear oh. because I was like, wait, all these women have this beautiful underwear and some fun. And you look down and it's just like, you know, boring boxers and black <laughs> tidy whities or whatever, right? It's like, oh my, it's like, no. 
you know, I'm sure your partner wants to have, see, see some niceness too, and you feel better when 100%. you look better. So uh, we started there and then grew it into like loungewear and sweats and shirts and all that kind of stuff. And then the company before this one was um, very different. Uh, it was hardcore technology. It was a B2B SaaS business. We were automating and augmenting sales. Okay. Uh, people that had big sales teams, like uh, for our clients were Google, Facebook, Microsoft, Yellow Pages, Yahoo, stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah. And so then you've been doing this full time for, for a couple years now. Oh yeah. Well, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, this launched three and a half years ago live. And before that, it was like a year and a half or so before that, just banging away and tinkering on it. And so where I think that, and I commend you, I think it's brilliant in terms of marketing. Um, and we'll talk about this after, cause I, cause I was listening to a previous, I think it was uh, when you were on uh, Tom Ward um, and kind of like the marketing of growing it through some of these influencers and TikTokers. But when did you kind of see perhaps the biggest growth? Um, or if, if there's a moment that you can pinpoint where you felt like, holy shit, this is kind of taking off. Um, <clears throat> the biggest, so one of our investors, Roblox, was like, John, build a self-serve model and get out of your own way. Let the users take over. And because it's a user-generated content mm -hmm. world, mm -hmm. <clears throat> let them come in and create the content, create the trends and share it with their audience. Like they're all, they're already doing anyways, but then motivate them. You know, there's the ego that motivates them already, but then motivate them with some money as well. Um, and that was uh, a turning point for us, a big inflection point. And that was last year, basically. So when you came on, that was already starting. And that's why, I mean, yeah, it's just the games are getting better, more fun. <clears throat> um, match rates going up so yeah so and so where do you kind of attribute that success to in terms of you know the being more fun and those match rates going up because just so people understand right like when i first started playing you can only withdraw about 50 dollars a week right so for someone who's playing hev heavily that's not <coughs> a, a ton of money um and then again as you said the match rates it was it was sometimes hard to get matches mm -hmm. now it's $200 a week, so that's four times as much. Um, and the matches, I mean, it's and it's well done where you can kind of see if things are going to fill or not. Um, it's so much more uh, – it makes you want to play more, right? Because when you're struggling to find things, you're just like, ah, this is going to take forever. Um, and so even – and that's just and – I'm, and I'm talking really in about four to five months is where I've seen this difference. And I'll even say in the past, like – one or two months I've seen maybe the most amount of difference in terms of matches um which is why I think it's so exciting because I think you know the idea I think you know is it's a really brilliant idea and I and I commend you for that as well um but then actually then executing it is is very difficult as you know so I'm just you know curious for you is like is is what I'm seeing from the outside the same as what's happening on the inside yeah, for us, and thank you for saying all that. And we're going to increase the, we're trying to and hope to increase the, the payout limit from 200 to 500 as well. Oh, I'm trying, John, I'm trying to get rich. I know. Hey, we've had people um, quit their jobs because they've made like uh, over $100,000. Well, so, okay, so this is my, that is my, before I interrupt Dude, you. Mike, see, listen, the fastest guy ever, as far as growth, he made $620,000 in two and a half months. We've had people make millions of dollars, but those are hosts. But the biggest earner on the player side has made over $120,000. See, I'm coming for him. <clears throat> yeah. Cuz nice. cuz I'll I I don't know if I if I should if I should tell the people <laughs> exactly where I'm at right now, but let's where just Where you at? Tell us. Okay, What's you know what I'll tell you. I so I'll I'll, t I'll be I'll be fully honest. I deposited $500 on the app back in maybe June or July, right? Okay. So maybe that's what 6 7 months ago. <laughs> Now, you know what? I'll take it out live so I can show people. Let's see so what, let's so see that people don't think I'm lying to you. So, and so I'd say the last, so then I, and so I withdrew the max every week as I could, right? When that became 200, that obviously became more exciting because lunch money became, I started having better lunches, right? Yeah, sure. And then, <laughs> and then the past couple months is where I've just really like, the second that something settles and it's back on my account, I'm in there. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Oh, nice. Like like a little degenerate. Okay. So I don't know how – if you can't see super well. This is my camera, right, Morgan? Mm -hmm. Okay. Wait, I'm going to show John. I'm going to show the – oh, this will be the one that people see too, right? Mm -hmm. 
So I'll read it. It's actually fit. Oh, you can't hear me if I if I get up. Fuck. It's fifty nine thousand dollars and zero and zero one cents is what's available. People hey. might not be able to see it. Can you zoom? Can you? Okay, hold on. Morgan's gonna zoom in. He's gonna zoom in so that people can see. And then pending is nine thousand eight hundred and in play is eleven thousand. Here, wait. Actually, here I got you. I don't know if you can see this. If you turn your phone a little bit. A little blurry. Ah, fuck it. Whatever. You guys get the point. So, <clears throat> so that's th- huge, man. That is huge. So, but so I think this is awesome, right? So I'm excited. And talking about quitting jobs, that sounds like I could quit my job too, right? I mean, you're crushing it. I'm, I don't know your I'm, lifestyle. But where do you, <laughs> John? I mean, the second that it hits, I'm I'm back in there. And honestly, I'll be honest. Like, if you take like an hour a day. You know, if well, especially me, if I'm, you know, I wake up and I have like my little degenerate tendency, and I just turn over and grab my versus game, then, <laughs> then I just and I just, you know, get in there and do my little thing, research, see where, see where the stocks are at, see what's trending on Netflix. I've never, hey, I've never cared so much about the Netflix top ten rankings as I do today. That's what I'm saying. People are like, turn that TV. Like your mom's like, turn that TV off. Turn that radio off. Stop wasting your brain. I mean, the fact that Ozark has stayed in the top ten for weeks has made me thousands of dollars. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Because we're the ones putting it there. A hundred percent. Now, now, so that's so that's why. So, so this is I'm living proof, and that's why I was super excited because like I love the app, and now and now I love you. So I'm like, you know what? This is great. Let's make it all. Let's make it all happen. Oh, cool. So then. So, so this is this, so this is why I think it's a qu- kind of a cool moment for the listeners who haven't played or that have played. Because what I started doing, obviously, is I started telling all my friends about it, you know. And that's where I think you guys are, are really brilliant is because it's such an easily accessible app. And once people – it takes maybe like 10 to 15 minutes to kind of understand how it works. And then you can just play. Um, yeah. So I've, I, I might be one of your best marketers, you know, straight consumer to consumer. I've probably – I've given it to about 20 or 30 of my friends. You know what? So I'm going to announce something on this, on your podcast Mm. right now that we are rolling out uh, today, tomorrow. Okay. We're going to come out with some press on it, but I'll I'll chat with you about it first uh, is that this idea, we call it uh, 5% like referral program. So that means those 20 friends that you invited. Okay. Oh, I get 5% of their, whatever games that they're playing and winning, you get, 5% 5% of all of that. Wait. But it oh. doesn't come out of their pocket. It comes out of Versus pocket mm. as a gift. I like so that. So now if you send it to a hundreds of people, right? All if they're playing like, you know, if they're doing five games a day, what I don't know, you know, whatever, whatever they're doing, you get a piece of that mailbox money, retirement money. It's in your sleep. Do I can I uh can I back backtrack to the people that I've already referred to? That's that's gonna be tough. <laughs> no. Fuck. No, all right. <laughs> consider consider that a gift to versus. Hey, anybody, uh anybody that's watching this podcast, like anybody, you put that link out there in your social in your podcast, anybody who clicks that, boom. That's you. Boom. Now, so obviously, like people that are listening can understand how this is very exciting, right? Now my so so then I had so so it was funny I was when I told people I was gonna have you on some of my closer friends, um they were like yo ask him this ask him this ask him this so now I have to ask them do my due di- do my due diligence to all of my good friends who are playing on verses, so you kind of touched on it very quickly you're trying to get the withdrawal limit from two hundred to five hundred correct, mm-hmm. and when do you anticipate that might be, Q one, Q one we okay. have some more security measures to put in place. And for a little look back story, story time, um, we had no limits at one point for the longest time, actually. Fuck, where was I? It was only last year we put limits on. And then people started getting stupid wealthy. Yeah, Here's why we put limits on it. Okay. It wasn't even because we wanted to as our payment providers, because once you start getting bigger and more popular, that's when the scammers come and the professional scammers come. Right. And they're stealing credit cards, using stolen credit cards. They're laundering money. That's not good. Creating all these bots and all this stuff. And so we're like, "What the? Heck? What's going on?" And then our payment provider is like, "Yo, we get you. We need to like lock this down. This is like the wild, wild west. We need to have like measures in place, like every other game. You know, you need to have max and limits and all that." Um, <clears throat> so we were forced to do that, and it was like a bunch of 
a handful of bad apples spoiled it for everyone else that's honest and just trying to have fun and make money off of like predicting the weather and traffic and stuff yeah so, I, it really pissed me off yeah <laughs> so and so is the goal once you go from 200 to 500 500 to unlimited that's the goal absolutely we want to go back to what we had because that's the whole point is to put real money in real people's right. pockets right. that's our mission so <clears throat> part of that mission is being open we just have to get super tight on these scammers out there and and so when you say the scammers, so it would be as you said it's like people using cards and and like what does that look like internally to you guys because obviously we can't see it as much yeah and that's part of the problem too because we couldn't see some of it either so um so you know it's people that have hundreds of accounts that have uh you know 50 credit cards in there right and there's no human like you might you know there's no human that needs that or even has that many credit cards. I don't even, you know, so it was like obvious now that we look at it, that we have visibility into it, that we're able to see that, okay, well, here are the cheaters. <clears throat> let's, let's block them out. We have people that are like, that literally emailed me. I showed one of our VCs the other day at some like coffee I was having with them. And they, they, they had the funniest email to us ever. It was anonymous. They're like, Hey, we, <clears throat> here's how much money I scammed from you guys. I scanned like uh, $40,000 from you this week. I scanned, I, I got $2,000 from you. Here are the email addresses I used. Don't worry. Don't get excited. I already deleted them. I'm just, I'm like having these bots and signing up new emails all the time. You can't catch me. I'm going to steal all your money. I'm going to steal <laughs> all this stuff. And it's like, and they, and they go on to like the colorful language they used. And it was like, they threw my, like your mother in there oh and like God. all this. And it was like, oh my God. I'm out to find this person and then maybe give them a job. Like, <laughs> this is so hilarious. The time they put into this. It was wow. great. And yeah, so, so, it's, so we're constantly under siege. Uh, but what even would be the benefit of having so many different accounts? You could just play, play like the higher entry stuff multiple times. Well, if you have, yeah, if you have like uh, hundreds of accounts with all these credit cards that are not yours, you can just, <clears throat> what's happening is they'll, they'll play games with their own accounts and then they'll uh that they think they're going to get the right question you know correctly and um then they, or they wait for a game to be a little lopsided and they'll jump in with the uh, bot on with the stolen credit cards oh my God. want that they want the money to lose and to be you know taken out of the stolen credit cards they want to lose that <clears throat> and then jumps over to uh their own real credit cards it's a whole we're it's we're learning every day too crazy and now we're just going to take a quick break to talk to you about my longtime sponsor in u.s wellness meats at uswellnessmeats.com you can choose from over 350 foods raised the way nature intended that includes 100 grass-fed and grass-finished beef lamb bison elk and dairy they also have pasture-raised heritage pork, wild-caught seafood, and pasture-raised poultry. These are some of the host of foods that you can find at uswellnessmeats.com where the owners are the actual farmers themselves. And now they've introduced a subscription food delivery service and curated sample farm bundles. Choose the bundle of food you want to receive every month and they'll deliver it right to your door automatically. It's never been easier to serve your family real, honest-to-goodness food without the junk. U.S. Wellness Meats is the choice of championship sports teams, professional athletes, chefs, world-class trainers, and families just like yours all over America. Use promo code PODCAST, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to save 15% off of every order at uswellnessmeats.com. Now let's get back into it. There, so I have, to, I, I have more of the questions from my friends. I got to do right. my due diligence to my friends. Second question. I had multiple of my friends, because when I, when I asked them, like, yo, what should I, like, are there things that you're curious about? They said they noticed on a lot of the matches, and, I, and once they said it, I kind of noticed it as well, that, like, it's the <laughs> same. And this, was, and this was, I don't know if this is something that you were aware of, um, that a lot of them are like the first, it'll be like a first and last name and then four digits. And it's always like first, last four digits. And, and they were like, why is that the way it is? Yeah. Um, so you'll see. Oops. My I mean, I don't have, I don't have it like you have it in your wallet. But, uh, <laughs> you don't, why don't you do you, you, do you play on it? Yeah. I mean, I got right now I got, uh, uh, $1,400 on this one. I, I'm constantly playing and 
I'm not uh, smart, I guess. So I'm not winning as much as you, <laughs> but like, here's my account. Okay. So whenever you sign up with Apple ID, it's just this weird string of digits. I don't know. <clears throat> so it could be that, um, or I don't know. Okay. People putting whatever. So interesting. And so, and then, so then the other question that, that I thought was interesting too, is like, I agree. I agree with basically everything. And then there's where it gets almost like you at least it's where you start maybe having the doubts is like when you see a really, really easy game. Right. And it's like super filled. Like, I'll give you an example. This was a real one that I just had recently. It's like it's maybe Tuesday and it goes, will Joe Biden? I don't know who posted it. Some one of the creators. It'll be like, will Joe Biden be impeached by Thursday? And so then anybody in the not even a political question. Um, everybody knows Joe Biden is not going to be impeached by Thursday, right? I mean, I think unless unless he commits a heinous crime from Tuesday to Thursday, but I don't think Joe will do that. So, so then, so then sometimes, so then that is like, wait, is, it's almost so that like, and I'm giving a very, very, very yeah. egregious I example. Like I don't like that. I mean, so we try to curate the posts. Okay. And give them a walkthrough and a tutorial on how to do it and what to, what kind of games work and what aren't good games. But there's some crap that gets through and we have to use community policing to flag it like an Instagram or play whack-a-mole like Instagram does too. And it stinks. <clears throat> um, but we have a little moderation team that clearly we're not able to keep up with everything, but we're trying. No, and that's and that's why that was kind of like <clears throat> my, my next question, just because I think it's, it's just interesting to, to learn about um, is like, how do you guys set the criteria on what is a good game and and does it have to be deemed competitive for it to be a good game right like if because and i'll give you an example i i bet on sports so if you see a team that's like a three to one favorite but on versus it's basically you know pick one side or the other that is basically a coin flip that's a ton of value right and so maybe maybe that's why i've had a little bit of success in in in, on that end because i do a lot of the sports ones but um you know my question is does competitive equal the most successful posts and then on on your guys's side what is the message or the criteria when you guys are telling your creators what they should and shouldn't do in terms of polls yeah i mean those two questions have the same answer okay so the ideal game and what we tell people uh, when they're creating games these these celebrities and influencers is to create so a game that your audience is into that they already you already know there's an affinity there because they're into this content because you're what got you famous on instagram or tiktok right Uh, so and then also something that's relevant to some trend like squid games or ozark right something that's relevant to the universe and then yeah making the games that are um we don't that basically are evenly matched we call it internally where it's not lopsided like John versus Beyonce, who's gonna sing a better, you know. A, I don't know. You have? Can you sing? Uh, no, no. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, de- not, definitely not this guy. So um, those are the criteria that make it successful for the them and the players, right? And I think also, you know, what what I'm <laughs> curious about as well on that payment side, because obviously it's a. I'm sure for you guys, there's a lot of the legalities um, behind it as well. And I've noticed, and uh, you know, another thing that I think I've just seen improvement in the user experience is like before it might have taken longer to pay out uh, or t- for like things to settle uh, once those contests were over. Now I've noticed like from the moment it settles to the moment it hits your account, it's very, it's it feels at least much quicker. I don't know if that's yeah. is, is that something that you guys have worked on. Oh yeah, I mean, we're putting a lot of resources behind making the experience better. I mean, we are our own worst, harshest critics and we have a long way to go. I mean, this, we're barely scratching the surface. We want the UI to be better, the experience in the back end, every, the payments, everything to be better, better game. So it's just, you know, we're a small startup and we're doing everything we can eight days a week to make it better for everybody. So as CEO, and I think, and that's why I, I uh, honestly, I respect the honesty, because I think that's that's also important, you know, when you're um, just with any product in general, you know, to hear the honesty of what can be improved in your eyes. If you had to pinpoint three improvements that that or, or three areas that you really feel like you're still 100 percent just lacking in um, mm-hmm. what where are they and, and, and how do you kind of approach that in the in the future? The imp- places that need a lot of improvement and, and focus and we're, we're 
we're currently doing it, we're currently focusing on it, is security. <clears throat> because once we catch these bad people on the way in, mm -hmm. then that automatically opens up the payments, right? right for everybody. Um, <clears throat> the other thing is on the self-serve experience when hosts are creating games to make it easier uh, for them and less confusing. And here's the rub. <clears throat> when you have a free form and humans with free form content, it's not like line item or drop down menus and stuff like that. Uh, it gets tricky. Like, Hey, uh, is the stock market is, is, you know, is Dogecoin going to be uh, up or down by Friday? Well, buy is an interesting word. Right. Does that mean on Friday, before Friday, Friday in the morning, afternoon, night, right? So it's like, okay, the English language, humans, self-serve, user-generated content, all that in a soup becomes a big challenge. And I think, so, you know, it's interesting. I, I had screenshot one because I was on it earlier today that, that it was kind of in that the, the English language category. And it said, yeah. um, will Julia Fox pop out in another Kim Kardashian-inspired look by February 18th? So then I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk to John in a little. Um, this is kind of interesting. I'm curious to hear his take, right? Because someone could argue if they lose this, they'll be pissed that uh, Kim Kardashian, like that the look that Julia ha Fox had was not a Kim K inspired look. Someone might argue it is a Kim K inspired look, right. you know, where, who's, and who's deciding on that? Yeah, so you should send me that. Uh, you should, if you screenshot it, send that to me so I can look into it. Because, yeah. Well, I said yeah, no, so I was hoping that I'm hoping that Julia Fox doesn't. So let's. I gotta make sure that she doesn't <laughs> by February 18th, and then I'll send it to you. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, I will. I will. I will. I think it's interesting. You know, I know people in the company. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, questions that are on are that are not exact, super specific, then it gets a little squishy. That's why if you look at the kebab, there's a kebab menu on every game that has like a contract, some details like right. date and time, URL, yes. all that kind yes. of stuff, that helps. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, we, once once you throw a human in the mix, the humans do wild things, um, so. And so who ultimately, like, if I'm a creator, right, and I post a poll and, you know, it says deadline is February 18th at 6 p.m., once February 18th at 6 p.m. rolls around, do they have all of the power in deciding if it's graded as a winner or a loser? Yep, yep. It's We push them a notification, say, hey, game's up, game's over, it's time for you to declare. And okay. They, here are your two options. <clears throat> you know, it's George Clooney, Brad Pitt. You, they hit Brad Pitt, boom, and then we take care of the rest automatically. Wow. And then we have, a, as you've seen, a 24-hour wait, waiting period, yep. like an escrow period for people to, just for things to settle, Protest, yeah. for people to, if they want to complain, hey, they made a mistake or they did it wrong. They can do that. And so on the security side, I'm curious, like, because I can't even imagine the headaches that you have to go through um, probably almost daily. What does that look like when you say, like, tightening up the security? Like, what does that actually physically manifest itself into? It's stuff like uh, 2FA, right? Okay. Uh, like when you uh, are in your bank, online banking, and you want to send money or whatever, right? Anytime, any application out there that has money involved. It's they send you a text to your phone, right? <clears throat> and so it's it's really hard to gain that. You know what I mean? Um, stuff like that, that's what we're implementing. And who are the, so the people that get, um, you know, like banned, what what is the criteria for you guys to, to ban them? Anything in our TOS. And it's, it's, a, it's a long list. Uh, you know, it's multiple accounts, multiple credit cards, right. okay. stuff like that. Just normal stuff, nothing crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, nothing, it's just, anything malicious like that, that you're trying to game the system and get an advantage over other players. We don't stand for that. We want everyone to be, we want this to be fair and fun and equal. Everyone's equal on this. Gotcha. Um, and so and we ban people and they complain. The ones that we ban, the cheaters that we ban are the ones that complain the most and the loudest, of course. Which, is, which is the funnest. Well, no, I mean, I think, and I think it's awesome, you know, even as just a user myself, I think it's um, very encouraging <laughs> that like, that is something that you guys take seriously just because it, you know, it spoils, as you said, it spoils the fun for the rest of us who are actually using it and interacting. And like, like now we have like, I have like a little group chat with my friends. We have like 10 or 15 friends. It's like the versus group chat. So we, every time we have like a cool game or one that we think that we have an edge to, then we'll send in the group chat. And then like, hopefully, you know, we can all um, make some money together. So like that stuff I think is the Love fun that. part. And I think like 
that's, you know, my hope for you guys is that once the security and the limits and all that stuff can get figured out, like it could be a lot more of those interactions. And, and I really think like what you're saying, if you use it the right way and you put in a little bit of time and you do a little bit of your research and you become good at it, like it can really be legitimately life changing money. I mean, you know, the fact that I have $59,000 sitting there now, granted, I can't have access to it just yet. Like I can't can't go out and buy my house just yet, John. But the fact that like hopefully eventually one day that will be the case is mm -hmm. like that's a lot of money. You know what I mean? And that's like no that's like no joke. So um, joke. so like you guys can like I, I really think change a lot of, you know, average people's lives. That's the hope. That's exactly what we're trying to do. Trying to spread the wealth like people, you know, Wall Street, it's kind of old and antiquated, but kind of cool. But it's OK. You know, it's what if my money is my bank account is attached to the market, the free market. Right. right. And when Elon texts something, everyone loses their shirt. The market goes up wild. Right. <clears throat> I lose my money in, the, in Wall Street. But that's crazy. I want my bank account to be attached to this, my right. brain, only mine. Right. right? Uh, and that's where that's what we're trying to do. And so what is the criteria for becoming a, a creator? Um, <clears throat> so right now you can apply or get an invite from an existing creator. And we have tens of thousands of people that are applying, like literally that we haven't even got to yet, even thousands of like influencers <clears throat> that have applied and that we haven't got to yet. Um, so a little bit of a backlog, but the criteria is you have to have, you know, right now at this stage, like either have a lot of followers or creating awesome content okay. on your own platforms. And what are, when, in terms of a lot of followers, what is the, what is one of the, some of those benchmarks? Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't handle that right okay. now anymore. We have a team that does that, but it's. You know, it's, you know, you have to be an influencer. You have a check mark on Instagram, right. you know, stuff like that. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. And then you can't um, be a loser um, like me with like 20,000 followers. <laughs> and so, and so for you, like when you see this 2022 year pan out, what would you kind of hope to see the, you know, the, the platform at, let's say by the end of um, maybe in the next six months and then the next 12 months? Um, well, we just launched with Snapchat a week and a half ago. So what, so explain what more. that means when you, when you say we launched with Snapchat. Yeah. So, um, right now, uh, people can play inside of Snapchat hosts can create inside of Snapchat and people never really have to leave. Um, you can just be looking at whatever content you're looking at and you see a game from like Addison Ray or Josh Richards, whatever. And then it's like, Oh, I'll play right there instead of just bouncing them out <clears throat> taking them to verses, that kind of thing. So just less frictions, easier, smoother experience. And we want to do more things like that because everybody wants more content that's interactive and, and what we also bring to these hosts, whether they're an individual or a corporation is ad free revenue because no one likes ads. People are beholden to ads. Like the only way I can make money is with ads. Well, your audience hates ads. So what are you thinking? Like, well, how is that going to benefit you in the long run? Right? It's crazy. So we have this game revenue that you can't get anywhere else. So it's more stuff like that, um, more influencers. You actually want to open this up. <clears throat> we talk about opening up the payments, but we want to open up the floodgates to the creators, to the hosts, and let anybody host, because that's the whole idea. And, um, and so we're working on an elegant solution to do that this year. And then we have a TV show coming out uh, late summer, which is going to be a TV game show called Versus. It's going to be huge, like the biggest A-list, A-plus list celebrity is hosting in it, hosting it, and the biggest TV show producer is producing it. So it's really wild. Wow. And so what is the, are you allowed to talk about the premise of the show? Uh, it's really. like, all I can say is that it's a TV game show and it's, it's basically versus game. You're predicting future events. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be an executive producer on it and I have no idea what that means, but I'm into the vibe. Now for you, what does your day-to-day -day look like? Uh, I am constantly so my what i try to do every day is unblock people and help people so and that means like if i'm talking to my head of bd or head of sales or head of talent or head of tech or whatever um i'm just seeing how i can help hey what do you need help with hey let me help you with that let's let's connect it let's 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 force this conversation let's have a conversation let's let's do something about it let's all that kind of stuff so that mostly doing that internally 
and then also that's what I'm doing mostly internally. And then externally, I'm mostly, you know, talking to people like you, talking to our amazing investors, uh, talking to some really, you know, big strategic partners, um, just helping shape the future of the game. And I mean, are you able to have a little bit of time to yourself? I hope. Uh, me and the chickens, we hang out once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I basically, uh, I was just like, you know, because of what we're doing and it's consumer and we're like on fire right now, it's like growing it's eight days a week, like literally, <clears throat> but you know, it's cool to, you know, I can pop out, jump in the water uh, for a couple hours in the weekend here and there, stuff like that. Is uh, there any, I do a lot of like jujitsu and Muay Thai. So, Oh, I, really? Like, yeah. I like the, the way I stay sane is I choke people and I get choked. So. That's insane. I, so I have uh, are you big into UFC? Yeah. They're a partner of ours. <clears throat> really i didn't yeah, know bro, i can talk to luke rockhold dc it's crazy so that's hilarious because on my show i've had i mean i've had patty the batty alex volkanovsky sean o'malley mark hunt john anik laura Hi. sanko like this is that's a that's it's one of my passions yeah. I, i'm big big on all my ufc guys and i and i've gotten to become friends with a lot of a lot of them and they're awesome individuals um yeah they are so that's pretty cool so oh, i never get like um uh... You know, I never get like fan. I never fanboy out on any. Like, I don't care if I'm whoever the founders of Google or <laughs> Tinder, whatever. It's all it's all cool. It's great. Celebrities, like you know, whatever musician, it's all good. But then when I talk to like DC, Insane. like Daniel Cormier, I'm like, I know. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, oh, hold on, you're just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so 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 I didn't know. So you guys are partnered with the UFC in what capacity? Yeah, they uh, same with like anybody else. They they'll come on and ask game, they'll ask questions about the fight, uh, about the weigh-ins, whatever. Um, <clears throat> so and so it's okay. And so, is it with the UFC organization in general that that is the partnership, or is it with some mostly just the individual fighters? Uh, that when I'm when I say we're partnered with the UFC, it means the corporation. Okay, but we also are working with uh, some of the fighters too. Gotcha. That's awesome. Yeah. And so, yeah. who are who are some of your favorite fighters? DC, Rockhold. I mean, DC is awesome. I know this is gonna sound weird, but like, John Jones is is awesome. <laughs> like yeah. GSP. Uh, I mean, I'm a huge fan of. I, I like a lot of people. Um, Conor McGregor because he's such a spectacle yeah. and he's so smart. Yep. It's just these guys that and he, and. Um, uh, Ronda Rousey, mm. you know, to Amanda, you know, a lot of these people that are just at the top of their game and they're just a rebel. They don't give a shit. They're just swinging. They're uh, and inside and outside the ring. Have the you, uh, have you ever been to an event? Yeah. I, they hooked me up with tickets we at the apex. Uh, not at the apex. This was in like Arizona last year. I forget. Oh yeah. Okay. I think I remember that card. Um, you yeah. should, that was with Adesanya card oh yeah who who did he fight he fought that italian guy oh um, vittori yeah wow big guy did, did you root for did you root for izzy or your italian heritage yeah, boy for sure he's my boy okay good but he's unbeatable you see him this weekend i know well he he's very he's very very good so the only way to beat this guy which i don't think anybody can do the Take only way it. to beat him is if you're a super awesome stand-up guy like uh like you're a k1 champ uh, and or, you're also Khabib. Yeah, or or, or Khabib. <laughs> or you can literally take him down, but keep him down because you can take yeah. him down. Yep. We saw this weekend with Whitaker. Yeah. But no one can keep the dude down. So <clears throat> he's he's in a, he's on a run, dude. How it. long have you done jujitsu? Um. So jujitsu about four years and Muay Thai for about twenty something. Years. Oh, so you have hands, and now you're developing a ground game. Yeah, yeah, I used to compete uh, really? all around the country for Muay Thai. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, and then I was like, "This is getting, I'm getting old as shit. Everything's breaking down. Surgeries, surgeries." I was like, "Let me do the the gentle art of jujitsu." But these these fools murder people in there. So uh, murder. It's fun though. But I've done some tournaments around for jujitsu. So too. in terms of like you know kind of activities <laughs> to to wind down from work, your chickens. A little bit of BJJ, and then are there any other passions that you have or side projects that you that you that you're passionate about? Uh, the only other thing, I mean, I have a garden, you know, but that's with the chickens. Uh, but it's the only other thing I do that's like uh, really snaps you in the now is uh, free diving. Wow! Uh, so you go down, but I but I do spear fish while I'm down there sometimes to get fish for the week, you know. 
get protein. Wow. So, yeah. Whew. That's it's stressful. Funny. It's intense. The water doesn't give a shit who you are. Yep. At all. So that, it's very. That's what it's I heard. the most quiet place on earth. You should highly recommend. It. Have you ever listened to uh, Donald Cerrone's uh, story about when he almost died uh, free diving? No. Yeah, I think you would love it. It was on. It was on Rogan about I think five or six years ago. <laughs> if you look it up, it's like super super viewed. Um, and it's like this 20 minute, and he does a great job. I think you would really appreciate it. This great job of narrating his experience, kind of getting trapped, uh, within this, um, uh, it was, I guess oh. kind of like under a rock or whatever in mm-hmm. like a little cave. And I know, as you know, like one of the first things to do is not panic and like, and he panicked. And so then he like all the sand came up so he can't see anything and he's checking his watch and he's got 20 minutes to fucking figure it out. And he's thinking about his kids and like is he it, free diving or is he did he have a scuba tank oh that's a better it might have been he had a scuba tank because there's no 20 minutes you got like seconds there you go so it was a scuba okay. tank so excuse okay. me so it was a scuba tank but i still think like in that ballpark of under the water i think you would uh you would kind of appreciate that oh, story totally watch it it's uh it's very good um i guess for me my some of the the, the final remaining questions i have for you is like where do you um, you know, is, is there, I don't know if you're allowed to kind of talk about it, but, uh, exit strategies, is this something, is this your baby for the next, however many years in your ideal oh, yeah. world? Or? I'm not even thinking about that stuff now. Like we're, we've been, we've had offers to buy us, offers to back with us and we've said no to all that. So is, is, uh, is IPOing one day on the, on the table? I think everything's on the table, right? As long as we have a good team and, you know, we're doing the right thing by, people it's you know there's just creating opportunities and options what are some of the maybe the way, the... i want to talk to you about some of your guests oh let's I gotta talk jump in, i gotta jump in two minutes okay but, um but we should talk because yeah um if you're getting if you know these people yeah and getting them on if you invite them on and they become like a host yeah. or a player yeah then you get five percent of what they're playing let's do and winning, it. but you you also let's do it well you know what have five a... percent of their hosting money too john you know we're gonna we're gonna wrap this this has been awesome for the viewers i'm gonna since you have a couple minutes i'll just grab your your information um and then we'll we'll figure it out but anyways for the people listening out there thank you thank you so much genuinely um for coming on and taking the time because it's uh, it's been a pleasure and